Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Bernard Karyukimbogua. Pastor Bernard is a resident pastor at Grace Point Church. Hey, marafiki, now wapenda now. Welcome to Truthful Thursday, Focus on the Family. Today, we ruminate on marriage as a metaphor of the union between Christ and the church. Pastor Musimi and Pastor Makabundo in the book Love Bila Regrets or if you like it Love Without Regrets argue that marriage was never meant to be an end in and of itself. God had something bigger and higher and larger in mind when he created the institution of marriage. Marriage, they argue, mirrors Christ and his church. Marriage is to reflect the union between Christ and the church. Pastor Musimi and Abundo Father penned that in establishing the institution of marriage, God at the same time imprinted on the pages of human history the story of Christ and his church. See how Paul, referencing Genesis chapter 2 verse 24, articulates it for you and I. He writes, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Then Paul adds verse 32 in of Ephesians chapter 5, This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. That's the word of the Lord. The union between a man and a woman in marriage is a truth about Christ and the church. John Piper writes, and I quote, The divine reality hidden in marriage is that God ordained a permanent union between his son and the church. God ordained a permanent union between his son and the church. Human marriage is the earthly image of God's divine plan. Piper Father writes, and I quote, As God willed for Christ and the church to become one body permanently, so he willed for marriage for a man and woman, that the husband and the wife would become one flesh permanently. Marriage is thus one of a kind, a special institution that provides the language that explains and expounds the special covenant relationship between Christ and his church. For as God made man in his own image, so he made the earthly marriage in the image of his own eternal marriage with his people. That is to be found in the book God and Marriage, page 43. Richard Cochin, in his article Marriage is a Mirror, writes that in order to stimulate a longing and prepare our hearts for an enduring and deeper love of Christ, God instilled marriage into the instincts of humanity. Marriage is therefore a God's chosen illustration of Christ's 
covenant love for his church. Pastor Musimi and Abundo argue that the knowledge that godly marriages reflect the union between Christ and the church should and ought to help the Christian man and his wife to appreciate nothing else but the glorious gospel, the sacrifice of Christ in redeeming his bride, the church. Because of Christ's atoning sacrifice, the husband and wife soon ought to discover what a blessed joy is it to be serving Christ and each other sacrificially than pursuing idols of their hearts. And that service to one another that is sacrificial and relentless actually draws and drives them closer to one another even as they point to one another even to a greater reality, Christ Jesus. Richard Cochin further writes that since God himself is a community of loving relationship that is between God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, his image bearers are designed for long-standing, enduring, loving marriages. We are to love and to be loved through a sustained sacrificial kindness in every season of our lives. Is it not a wonder then that when we read the New Testament, we cannot miss the one anothering descriptions that are to illustrate God's people, the church here on earth? The church of Jesus Christ to be, is to, the church of Jesus Christ is to be a house of love for all types, for all classes and sort of people seeking Jesus. And such a people, all these types of people are to, to receive a love so unconditional that is not based on external attendances but on an in exclusive commitment and devotion to their present and eternal good. The church is the primary place of one anothering, that is, loving one another, caring for one another deeply, carrying each other's burdens sacrificially, serving one another selflessly, praying, exalting, encouraging, pointing one another to our Lord Jesus Christ. This is what by God's grace the church of Jesus Christ and a Christian family or home should and ought to be like. To this end, this is what Pastor Musimi and Abundo write. The husband and the wife are thus called to practice the gospel in their marriage and thus show forth sacrifice, humility, mercy, grace, forgiveness, acceptance, and in so doing, the marriage will therefore mirror Christ and his church. I end with a quote from Richard Corkin. Therefore, a marriage conducted in a godly way is a glorious demonstration of God's plan to gather all things under his Son. Marriage was never meant to be an end in and of itself. God had something bigger, larger, and higher in mind when he created marriage.
he had in mind his church, his bride. Marriage is a copy that points to a grander reality. The church, the bride of Christ, and even more and ultimately it points to the coming glorious marriage feast of the Lamb. No wonder the writer of Revelation would write this, that blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. May the Lord grant us understanding and insight into all things. And till next Thursday, it's bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grispoint Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.